First Grade, Part 2, 98-99 Change is something that I have never been very good at. It just seems like if everything was going well to begin with, then why do we have to change up the variables? Everything is working out perfectly well, although sometimes in much worse off ways, but even still. I would prefer to be able to hold on to what is comfortable and what I know. But you accept it when you're young, before Facebook and cell phones allow those who are millions of miles apart to be able to connect, either physically or socially. When one leaves the younger lover behind so that they may experience kindergarten and the other, me, moves on to first grade, then how could one ever expect things to be the same? A year is forever when one is that young. Even if I keep the hope with love, I cannot demand that she still will love me when she comes to join me in lower elementary in a year. I had to begin to move on and accept. It was easier though because it would take me years before I realized that I was moving away from one of the best few months that I would ever see for a very long time. But the perfect day had not yet arrived. Hence, part two. The memory of this super amazing girl still had to be made permanent within my mind. Some people are good friends, but if they come back, they are even more amazing. And I'll remind you that when the beginning grades of school, there is very little that is within one's control to allow us to come back to anything. But in September of that year, we took our yearly field trip to Camp Allen. Technically, it's a church camp, so maybe what followed is a spiritual experience or God was looking out for me. Somehow. Kindergarteners, for the first time ever, got to go with the elementary students. Caroline and I ended up sitting next to each other on the bus and started catching up. So that by the time we got there, we were just as we had been before the previous school year had ended. The details of the day, besides remembering getting off at the first campsite and walking around the lake to go catch a fish and playing some game in a field where Caroline and I had our picture taken, a picture that I had on my desk until I got a girlfriend in high school because I figured, well, one shouldn't have two lovers. I remembered in a poem that we had to write about our experience on the field trip. And what else could I write about except the best day of my life? The lake was calm. The lake is streaking by nets. The green grass rumbles. But all is calm. Me and my love can't catch a fish. We ask for help, and the teacher helps. She swoops the net. Caught a fish. I try again. Not a fish in reach. I ask again. She caught three fish. My love caught a tadpole. It's time to see what kind of fish we caught lake is calm again. We find that the tadpole had legs. We go goodbye and say goodbye, and the lake is calm again.
the rest of the year was rather insignificant. I began to admire the pet bird and fish that we had in our classroom, to become good friends with Leland, ironically Caroline's older brother, to learn how to handle myself within a more mature environment, started playing Loadrunner and Zumbinis at school because my mom was the computer teacher and we had to go in on staff work days, and played a lot of Rollercoaster Tycoon at home because I love, loved theme parks and designing rides. Oh, and snipe hunting during staff work days was pretty fun too. We even drank snipe blood and became official snipe hunters. I would say adjusting to a different environment went pretty well. Maybe a little crush on a girl here and there, but to be honest, I was just enjoying myself waiting for Caroline, so I figured I could put my plans of marriage on hold for a few years. I mean, one doesn't have to be married until at least sixth grade, right? Then you're old enough to know everything about snipes and be the hunters in charge of the hunts, so by then, one must be mature and set in their ways. I was still young. I still had a few years left to be a kid.